No matter who you are, where you are, or what you celebrate, it's only one thing I have to say this holiday season. Hen... Shin... so dark out i can't see anything it's 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 solstice it's the darkest day of the year hello you're listening to come ride with me our special cover of my slate tonight specials and here on the darkest day of the year i can't oh if only there's someone to guide me oh who's that who's that hello hello uh, huh? Huh? huh what huh hello Who? did i hear something oh ryan oh, hello hey, oh hey there oh oh wow oh is that you it's ryan yep. Kip, it's been a while. How you been, buddy? It's been a while. Oh, Ryan. I we just met, but how you been? I mean, it's been like, what, centuries? Eons. But no, it's Ryan from the Reading Comics for Black podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so cold out right now. It's the the shortest day of the year. It's solstice. Well, that's that's why I moved from the the Midwest down south. So I can, you know, it's it's still cold, but it's not snowing, luckily. I don't have. Oh, you built this fire. I should light my it fire. around this fire. I should be lighting my fire. I lit something. Lit some sort of fire. <laughs> and, and that fire is camaraderie. Thank you, Ryan, for for that fire. And yeah, uh, so <laughs> this is a another holiday bonus episode, and uh, we are looking at uh, the uh, two Mighty Morphin Power Rangers holiday specials. One is Alpha's Magical Christmas, and the other is I'm dreaming of a white ranger. But first, uh, hey, Ryan, how are you? You know, I am hanging in there. Um, another work day, getting getting back into the grind of things. I'm. We just got off of recording a, a fun episode about Ultraman and you know the, all the deeper dive stuff we got into that. Um, but I'm excited to now uh, dive into some nostalgia for, for a change. It's, it's been a while since I've... Uh, watched some power ranger stuff so it this should be interesting yeah um it's weird looking back at like mighty Morphin power rangers because like i haven't looked at a lot of stuff for years and like this summer we went through and we did 11 12 episodes i'm not sure on it like on like like different plot arcs and stuff yeah this is actually the season i i remember falling off this is like the time around i, I fell off of the the power rangers um uh, phenomenon was like I think probably the start of this se- this season, I want to say uh, because I I do remember uh, they they went they ended up changing the garb uh, what have you so I was like oh, okay but see this was this was a uh, new territory even though it's old territory yeah they're ninjas now but that like barely comes up too <laughs> around here <laughs> but no um so one question um could you tell people like about like uh, your show and what you do right. Yeah, reading comics while black. It spawned, uh, I want to say, July of 2020. Um, I had done podcasting under uh, Uncanny Nerdverse with a couple of pals. Um, that ended up ending. Uh, I took a break. Uh, the pandemic hit. Uh, I had a lot of plans, like a lot of people, um, before, when, at the start of the year. 
Um, but that changed and I wanted to stay creative. So I ended up uh, just getting back in, just end up starting a YouTube channel. Um, it, it started off as a podcast at first, um, but it ended up just uh, forming into its own little YouTube channel where I'm throwing up little amateur game gamer videos and uh, comic book critique reviews as well. So uh, it, it's all under there, under the, uh, the reading comics all black on YouTube sphere. No, very cool. Yeah. And like I saw you on on Twitter first and I like saw like a lot of your like thoughts and stuff like cool comics like the Ultraman comics and that kind of stuff and I was like oh like this is like a good person like connect with yeah uh, I grew up on I grew up on a lot of this stuff um like we talked about a little bit during the Ultraman um cast we did uh my my background with Ultraman and what have you and yeah I like diving into um just a little bit everything and especially since I'm I my first love was actually, you know, Power Rangers, even though I knew of Ultraman. Um, Power Rangers was definitely the, the Sentai, you know, the Sentai show that was um, my, my childhood um, dream and what have you. So, yeah, that spawned into just, you know, other realms. And that, I'm sure, um, inspired me to continue uh, checking out, you know, now the, the, the Common Rider stuff and what have you. And Ultra Q. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about that and that horror show uh, of things. So yeah, no, and like um, there's just certain things that like just activate you. And like I could go like ten years without watching like Power Rangers, but then if like you showed me like oh like look at this like the Green Ranger gave like Billy like his like dragon shield for the first time, like I'd be like crying in, in the club. I'd be like ah. Oh, this is so emotional. This is so big for me. Yeah, during this week too. That's when you said it because I was remembering how the Green Ranger storyline was like. I just remember it being like, "Oh my god, this is like the most epic storyline I've like ever experienced." <laughs> like I can't believe it. Yeah, uh, and it still, it, you know, it still rings true to this day. Like where I still think about, it. I was like, "Man, that's that was like one of the greatest." You know, when people think of Batman and his you know epic arcs with uh, Joker in the Dark Knight and what have you that was fucking Tommy for us and his journey and what have you. And then it got better with the white ranger stuff. (laughs) It was crazy. And like, even after just like, just like the idea that somebody could just like show up out of nowhere, look cooler and like beat the crap out of the heroes. Like that wasn't like the kind of thing you saw. Like, yeah, it was the beat down and the, the, the Rangers had to overcome that. (laughs) And like that happens a lot to like lesser effect nowadays. It feels like every Marvel movie is like, oh, what's this? Like Captain Marvel shows up and like has a misunderstanding and like beat up like Hulk for a minute. Yeah, or like, think, whatever. And I think that's yeah. why maybe some of the Marvel movies are, you know, some sometimes dull for me is because of storylines. But again, like they're making it now for a newer generation. So it's a different ball game. Yeah. And there's just like a certain thing like when we were kids to be like, oh, they could do that. They could have a new Power Ranger show up, and he's evil. Yeah. And he's got a dragon <laughs> and a flute dagger. And a flute That's dagger. Cool as hell. God damn, they made that flute dagger uh, rad. No, like I would totally like if they weren't like three hundred dollars, I would buy one of the like prop replica ones they have, or like more like adult size ones. But like they've been scalped to hell. I uh, believe it. And uh, for me, um, one thing that always resonates with me is uh. There's one scene where the dragon zord grabs like a smokestack and bites into it. And like growing up, like that was me whenever I was like biting like a like carrot stick or like a like pretzel rod. I'd be like, ah, I'm the dragon zord. <laughs> Replicating it. Yeah. Did you see that movie from like a couple years ago? Like the 2017 Power Rangers movie? 
Yes, I I didn't mind it. Um, it was it was okay. Uh, I might be in the camp of I mean, it borrowed from uh, uh, Chronicle a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> I still found some enjoyment in it, and it, it harkened back to Power Rangers. But yes, it, it had its issues. No, uh, but like even that that movie ends with a char- a post credit scene of a character being like Tommy, Tommy. Is Tommy gonna show up? Is Tommy here? Oh, Tommy I, can't remember, if I can't remember if I stuck or stuck around for that. I'm it's literally like the teacher at detention being like Tommy Oliver, Tommy Oliver. Uh, okay, Tommy yeah, here? I don't think I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, one of like uh, having lots of people on for like theme episodes is that I want to uh, hear also like how do people kind of like celebrate or like if they do the holidays like is like. Um, funny enough, you know, it's, it's changed over time. Um, you know, since moving and what have you, I was really, really big into the holidays, um, as a kid, um, from, from when I lived um, in Atlanta and what have you. And then moving, once I moved, um, and got a little bit older, probably in, I want to say like uh, high school, it was still cool. Uh, I still had fun with it, but it was starting to die down. And then as I got older and you know, the college era, it was, it was um, still fun. I ce- celebrated, but it was it wasn't as diehard as I was younger. Um, nowadays, it's I mean, this year it's hard to hard to celebrate for me personally right now. Yeah, it's hard to celebrate this year. Uh, we're doing the best we can under some circumstances, of course. Um, I'm sure everyone is, but we're, you know, um, I, I'm sure next year will be much better as far as celebrating the holidays go. But we're we're still in good spirits. I mean. Don't jinx it on next year, just in case. Like, well, yeah, um, well, yeah, exactly. Well, we're still probably going to be in lockdown, honestly. Or, yeah, knock on some wood, but yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully we're not, but probably, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, it, this whole season too, like, I'm not a very big holiday person, but that's part of the reason that, like, I'm doing like the theme month is because that means I'm a little less depressed than the holiday people. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Like of all holidays, um, I like to celebrate is probably I like Thanksgiving. Like um, that's the one holiday. It's like probably always stuck with me. Like we're I'm down for Thanksgiving. Let's get the family together type of thing um, when we can. But, you know, it, it's kind of like we are blowout. You know, Thanksgiving's like the blowout. And then, you know, if we do celebrate Christmas, it's like, ah, I really don't care about Christmas. I don't like that much. And what have you. <laughs> In the interest to be controversial yet brave, of uh, something that was said recently by a like friend of mine uh, was that um, they said, "Is turkey worth it?" And to that, what they meant was turkey's all right, but the same amount of work you put into a turkey, you could make something else that's better. I agree. Um, I actually wanted to do brisket this year, um, but we we ended up doing you know, turkey otherwise. But yeah, I, I, that's another thing. Turkey is kind of, I like turkey, but yeah, the Thanksgiving turkey, I don't want to say it's overrated, but you can do other things. Um, it, it's okay to do other things. Like, and like I said, I want to do the brisket, which I, I probably will do next year. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely change it up. It's kind of like the penny where it's like, I'll still call it turkey day though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still like that. And like, um, it has, I think Thanksgiving probably needs more fun theme stuff. Like there aren't really that many movies or like songs that could definitely help it. Yeah. It's um, just uh sports. If that's yeah. your, 
that's your yeah, that's your thing. And yeah, I believe it's just what the same team that plays every year. Like how how boring is that? <laughs> I mean, um, the one good Thanksgiving thing is there's um the Thanksgiving movies. Have you seen those? No. Uh, they're like low budget, like Thanksgiving themed horror movies. I'm into and it. And they're a trip. Yeah, like like it's like uh, Thanksgiving one and Thanksgiving three. And Thanksgiving Two is like a lost movie, but uh, and yeah, so it's like uh, the first line of Thanksgiving is uh, there's this like turkey chasing down like a pilgrim woman, and her like top is open and like her like breasts are going everywhere, and then uh, the turkey gets ready to stab her and says "nice tits, bitch," and then stabs her. And it probably has a Blu-ray release. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I-, I should go check, but yeah. Uh, no, it's the perfect bad horror movie for that type of the year. We, we, me and my wife, we were on a kick there for a while. We were watching a lot of uh, some like just in general bad like B movies from the seventies, some black exploitation ones that were uh, just really really bad, and then the other ones, um, other other films that were just really bad as well. And yeah, it's just that was a weird era uh, to go down, and it got a little too depressing for me. And I was like, okay, I can't watch these anymore because they're all about really really bad things and. It just shows you the type of uh, era that Hollywood was in, and still their their mind frame, their mindset. Yeah, oh, uh, there's lots of stuff like that where you're like, oh, this is interesting, and like it's cool they're doing this. And they're like, I don't want to see this. I, I I got like not that many movies in me a week. And yeah. I don't want to look at this. <laughs> I've been trying to substitute that for for Nicolas Cage uh, movies. I I still need to watch uh, Mandy. My buddy keeps telling me to watch that one. But I watched, I wish I could remember the name, but it was a H.P. Lovecraft, uh, I think, uh, base film. The Color Out of Space. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, that was a, that was yeah. a, a hella hell of movie out of space, that's for sure. A couple months ago, I r- remember seeing on Netflix or something, the, um, like, the card for that um, Black Dynamite movie. Then, like, I saw it was written in, t- in 2009, and I was like, wait, this is like a 70s movie. It, like, it, like, got me too good, where I was like, this movie that like I thought was like oh have you have you not seen Black Dynamite? I like literally was like oh because like the art looks old school. Yeah, I was like yeah. oh this must just be like a one from the seventies. Like the mm. name is so basic. Like you, you would think like a pair do have like a bigger name. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best movies ever. Michael Jai White, Jai White uh, is was, is the man. Yeah, um, I wish he was more of the man because damn, could he? like fight and he should be in more stuff because of that like you know yeah he's he does um he, he'll pop up in his own little movies where he'll do his uh his spy action thriller thing um he's doing a lot of voice acting uh recently as well he was um he played Jax in the mortal Kombat youtube series but i wish he was in the really okay. in the upcoming movie yeah yes i finally saw the poster for that uh little teaser for that poster for the mortal Kombat movie Yep. I'm still, I'm That's still fine with the first one. Um, yeah, I, I think it still holds up. I watched it, I think, within the past two years now. It's like, hey, it still hits all the right beats for me. But let's see. I'm not sure if this one new one's rated R or not, but I hope it is because it has to be. Right? It has to be. <laughs> like if Deadpool, if they, if we have Deadpool now, um, I think they can go ahead and slap that R there, and if I can get, go full rated. The one thing though is that like you can't ironically make 
a theme song as good as the Mortal Kombat theme song, like when they thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Like if you try and make a funny version of that, like that was somebody thinking that somebody yelling and saying all the characters name was cool as hell. Yeah. And you can't make a better theme than that. Like in like a post ironic like era. That will always resonate. Like everyone will anyone, anyone in the generational sphere will uh, understand that easily. Mortal Kombat. Jax reptile like that kind of stuff is great what did you think of the uh did you watch the animated one they did recently they did an animated mortal kombat yeah yeah it's it's um it's pretty much the same premise as the the movie the first movie um but some some uh i wasn't a big fan of it um but yeah it was pretty much the same beats for the most part so i was like yeah hopefully the movie's better oh it's it's like 2020 movie okay that's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, I don't know. they never DC Animation and Warner Brothers never uh, um, promote those movies ever, but somehow just keep producing them because you know, they, I guess, the the DVD and uh, digital streams must be doing fine, and it'll probably cheap to make because the animation is um, compared to you know other things that are going on right now a little subpar. Yeah, and I think that like. A lot of it's Batman stuff, and like Batman stuff will just sell. Like, sell easily, like, oh, always. Like Batman, that's Batman. And I don't think they'll ever. They probably won't never get away from having the the Batman first, like Batman and team, Batman and something, or Superman and something. Yeah, and like I'm surprised that that like Spider Man hasn't been more exploited that way, or like X Men. Yeah, X Men's been in a weird bubble, and as far as I think they're always going to stay in the word bubble and. Yeah, and a lot of people are like upset because, uh, well, I guess I'm sure people are upset. There's no X Men news. I was like, you guys really want to watch an X Men movie after what we just the debacles we've had to witness for all these years? Let's let's give it let's give it a breather. <laughs> we, I think they're gonna. Yeah, we, we they need to, and I respect that. That's why I trust them. Yeah, but also I kind of feel like Hugh Jackman's gonna get some money when he's like 61 or something, <laughs> and they go. <laughs> Hey, that's perfect because he can actually do old man Logan, and you know Kevin Kevin Feige will call him because he pays attention to that shit. Oh, uh, so when I was um in college around the time that uh the time travel one was coming out, like um was that Days Future Past? Yes, Um, there was this guy. So the person that I would um smoke and sometimes buy weed from Mm -hmm. in college, um. He had this other person that like he wasn't friends with that would like show up to buy like a ton of weed. And uh, this guy would like constantly just be like, oh, yeah, like I was like on Xbox talking to the cast of like the upcoming like X-Men movie, giving them like <laughs> cool notes from the comics and pointers about like, yeah, that shit. And like he was like constantly like, yeah, like me and like Fabica and like Hugh Jackman were talking like while playing like Call of Duty. And like he just like sh- like show up and lie. About like what the fuck, what, like talking like I need to, I need receipts. Um, what's going on here, pal? It was just the weirdest thing. But he just had a bunch of cash, and like it was really. It, I wasn't gonna stop that spigot because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and some people just love to talk out of their ass, and especially if he's just dropping like that. So, yeah, mm. not quite that bad, but yeah, just no. It was just like he'd show up. And just like be like, well, this has also bought me five minutes. Just lie. Gotcha. 
which good for you. But no, um, speaking of um, five minutes to lie, we should talk about. Uh, I've been lying this entire ranking. time. Oh damn! <laughs> What's the truth? It's out there. We are back. So this week we looked at uh, two Power Christmas specials. Um, Alpha's Magic Christmas, which was sold as a VHS kind of standalone, not part of the series. And uh, I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger, which was an episode in season three of Mighty Morphin Power. Uh, what did you think about this whole situation, Brian? Oh, boy. Um, I watched Magic Christmas first, and then I watched White Ranger a little bit later on, probably like a few days later. Um, I didn't know what to expect from Magic Christmas. I thought there was going to be a lot of Power Rangers involved. Um, I I figured they were going to be like maybe helping out, being a very uh, maybe family oriented um, show. But it really turned into Alpha losing his I can cuss on here losing his fucking mind. I think <laughs> and just showed how much attention that he, I think he needs. And um, I don't know there there's a screw or glitch in his systems because he was uh completely batshit and oh boy <laughs> let's talk about that one first because uh so this is like something you would buy like your parents would be like here's one of your christmas presents maybe or like an honor uncle would be like, like here's a present maybe or if they like saw it and like oh he likes he likes power rangers he might like this <laughs> yeah and it's like 23 minutes long and all it is is like abducting kids bro to, like, think yes with alpha. Uh, zordon plucking children from their sleep and dressing them we have to talk about that for alpha he is consistently actually shown as a lonely character like in the rewatch we looked at a ton of arcs and like okay. the consistent thing was like alpha would like show up and be like hey rangers i made some sandwiches for your international food fest He's like all right alpha <laughs> sure and it's like what the fuck guys like he's, he's wants to hang out I mean, they at least I'm glad the, um, we didn't get much of the the Power Rangers. Three of them were able to get on set that day. Uh, everyone else was away with their family, or the paycheck wasn't worth it. Um, but they were at least uh, they weren't checked out, uh, unlike the other one that we'll talk about um, here in a little bit. They even little throw, they threw some stock footage um, in here when when they threw the stock footage. It was very warm. It was like a Power Rangers warm feeling. Uh, something yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think I would ever um, experience, and I'm, I'm not surprised they they made this um, back back when just to get a cash grab on whoever would see Power Rangers on Christmas and get this. And also, like my favorite part of that montage was both for like Tommy and for Billy. It showed them like doing flips to like slam dunk basketballs <laughs> like, over the screen, and it was great. It was perfect. It's definitely up there with, um, like, as far as like, and our generation goes. I think this is like the Star Wars holiday special for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) easily. Like, honestly, like a lot of like the Power Rangers episodes, like, there's no like interpersonal conflict. So like, they'll they'll all start with like them playing frisbee and then like listening to like really bad music and be like, oh, this is the best. Like, good music and frisbee with my friends. (laughs) <laughs> like honestly it's an untapped market i think 
just the, the, the stalest stalest dialogue as I'm I'm coming to remember. Not not always. I I didn't I don't think it was always uh such stale dialogue. I, I do need to go back and check out some of them. But uh <laughs> Yeah, even though this was it didn't it was twenty four minutes, it really seemed uh straight and to the point. Uh, a little yeah. again creepy at times. Uh, I'm not sure the kids really knew what was going on. They probably just thought it was a school project uh type of deal. So it, it was a strange one. It was a strange one and I'm glad you you made me watch it because um, it's it's definitely one for the books. And there's that great scene at the end where like they're bringing the kids through this door to the like this like shining light, and it looks like they're euthanizing yes. them. <laughs> it's like, oh, kids, like go to heaven, go. Oh god. Oh, another thing I noticed too, because um, I was looking at the credits. There's no like written by, directed by. They left that completely <laughs> off. And have every other credit, sound credit, mixing credit, everything else. Like no one wanted to have their name as the the writing credits on this. It was funny. I mean, fair. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. Like they got paid, and they were like, "I wish they at least like came up with like a a different name, just something they were going under." Like Alan Smithy wrote this one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you mentioned it, but like so. Midway through season two of Power Rangers, so Jason, Zach, and Trini go to like a global peace conference, and then Rocky, Adam, and Aisha show up as the new red, black, and um, yellow Rangers. In my head, that happened like there was an episode where like they got a weird sword that like let them transfer powers. In the show, there's like nine episodes where like you see the Rangers like waving at their friends because they couldn't get like seats all together, and then like Oh no, like the red and black and yellow ranger get turned into mannequins. What the hell? It's wild. And it took them like three months to hire new people. And like the show, you can tell. And this felt like it was part of that too. Because there's footage of like Tommy as the white ranger. Yeah, they're all over the place. (laughs) I I wasn't sure if it was like, oh, we're just doing a montage of just the good old days. So, okay. So Tommy shows up as the green ranger. But the footage is showing him as the White Ranger fighting yes. next to Jason and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they showed everyone. I was like, okay, what's going on? I, mean, I, I just figured it was a montage of the good old days. No, this must have been like, oh, yeah, we don't have like half the cast here. So just show just up. Fill it, also, fill it with whatever, whatever we can. Yeah. Just fill it. <laughs> we need this. Let, let's talk about this White Ranger a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Well, uh, so this is the honestly. Yeah. What do you think about this? I have um, a lot of thoughts. I I do. There's a, so many quotable things in here. I didn't write any of them down, but just go watch this episode itself. Um, again, this was they really checked out. I think. I mean, at the the very end, the to be continued scene, um, the acting there was just oh oh no, what are we going to do? Yes, oh no, uh, it, it was really bad. Uh, this just seemed to be a turning point for the the Power Rangers um, acting you know, career for everyone. And was this, was this, how many seasons I guess were after this? And was this like the, the, the downfall? Oh, so that's an interesting question. This is the last season of mighty Morphin. So literally they changed to power Rangers Zio after this. Um, and that still keeps most of the same cast though. Then there's power Rangers turbo, which is season five technically. And then halfway through that show, 
that is when they get rid of all of the cast from the first series and okay. entirely new people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, it's just um, soaked. This episode was just very, my brain was soaked in every cheesy line. Like, it was good to go back and uh, watch it, but it was just like, man, was this, was this like, a, you know, the, the, the storylines I remember that I, that I loved? Um, but I guess it, it was a guilty pleasure, I guess, you know, revisiting it. Uh, we even get, you know, was it Guido and his birds, that whole Wizard of Oz effect. I was like, yeah. oh, so now they're just borrowing um, from some stuff and, uh, it was just very B movie like, like more B movie than I remember. It just seemed like the writing was just, uh, just really god awful. <laughs> there's this subplot where like, um, there's this girl who's like upset, like while singing as part of the holiday pageant, and like, of course, their whole like holiday pageant has like very nineties like, let's sing Hanukkah songs and. And like, because we like want Santa to see it. It's like, okay, like you're waiting for Santa, but you're singing like Hanukkah and like Kwanzaa songs, like just oh, because like on. you think that's it. I think I watched the wrong episode. Did what? You say it's season three, episode 16. Uh, episode uh, In your... 16, yeah. What did you watch? Oh, with, with the, the cat? Is this the episode with the cat? No. Oh, yeah. I think I watched the wrong episode. Wait, what? Wait. Uh, uh, the next episode is called A Ranger Catastrophe. And there's a new girl who's like Australian. Yes, that's the episode I watched. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, oh my god. hold on, give me one um, second. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just like the plot is and dumb enough where I'm just gonna let, like do a plot summary and then we can just like talk about. It, I think. Um. Yes. So things happen. That's why. Uh, you, know, you, you don't smoke weed, children, before reading messages about podcasting outlines <laughs> no yeah but uh honestly this is a pretty thin episode um it's basically the power rangers go to north pole and save santa there's no fight scenes really like they don't use any footage in the suits or any zords or anything it definitely sounds more interesting than hanging out with alpha uh and oh, that's another thing i want to ask you go back to the christmas alpha make magic christmas was zordon did they uh, recast him at some point? His voice seemed a little different, or is he just getting older? I don't know on that one. Okay, like Zordon. He's... Yeah, yeah, he sounded a little off, but yeah, with the right arrangement. But no, um, the Power Rangers reunite this girl for father in time for the pageant, and the Rangers find out it's because her dad is too busy on the holidays because he's doing business, but also like he's like a single oh, dad geez. on the holidays. He's already having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and like at the end of the episode he shows up and he looks like the most like 90s business like i do some kind of job like like uh like of the dads like he looks like he would show up in like any movie and be like i'm the like dad that cares about my job no that's no, like not I mean, a bad thing i don't know provide uh for your children especially during the the holidays and i think like it's like the kind of thing where like um Homer Simpson like always thinks he's a failure, but he like his wife doesn't work and he has like a four <laughs> maintains house. it somehow. <laughs> it's like somehow he does it. Yeah, like that's not a failure to live people in who like uh, still and what have you. Yeah, like know the economy, but the actual plot of the episode, not just subplot, is Rita's brother Rito, who's like this big skeleton dude, goes down with some tangas, those big birds, to just beat the crap out of some elves and Santa, so he'll make a bunch of tops that'll mind control kids to love Lord Zed. 
I found for the episode I watched, um, their relationship uh, was quite. So I got a sense of kind of where they are with Rita and what have you. Um, and Zed and Zed and Guido were uh, quite the the bad dialogue shit talkers to to one another. I'm sure it continues in this episode. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely like uh, the goofs for the most part, and I think that's also because um, at this point, like Bulk and Skull have become like nice guys too. Like they become like cops and they become good guys, which eh. Uh, one of the arcs of like this episode too is that like Bulk is sitting down as like Santa and like one of the kids like thanks him and like gives him like a kiss on the cheek and he starts crying so it's like a very simple <laughs> giving him some character depth huh okay yeah All right now at some point i definitely will have to um watch maybe i'll watch it on christmas day just to bring some joy uh to this rough year um that it is already yeah <laughs> maybe that kiss on the cheek will brighten up the entire year and just make it better it's an odd one too because like the, the rangers can't transform because of Christmas magic and like the polarity of the North Pole, but then like the monsters can't use their powers either. So they, they tried to get a little in depth with it and you know spice things up. And Santa knows their Power Rangers. Uh, that's good. That makes sense, right? Yeah, Santa can know your Power Ranger. He, I mean, it probably drops off presents. I'm assuming maybe they write him letters, possibly. Has Batman ever met Santa? He must have, right? I'm sure in some weird offshoot comic, some Neil Adams probably weirdly drawn comic. Because like Batman, because like I'm sure that like Santa would be like, "Here you go, Bruce." I'm not sure what he'd give him. I was I was just about to say like Bruce would probably. I don't think he is like, "Why are you here? I have everything. <laughs> I built that sled you were on." <laughs> and then like, what would happen is like Bruce would look down and like. He'd see like a little like terrarium that had like two ants in it, and then it would be like, "Look, Bruce, I got you a pair of ants." <laughs> and he'd leave, and then secretly Bruce would get a chuckle. Yeah, his, his parents are dead <laughs> 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 on the holidays. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure what 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 Santa brings Batman. Superman's more grateful, like pearls. Yeah, pearls. <laughs> Some slow motion pearls for the yeah. holiday. Uh, regardless of the plot um, I'm going to read the locations that this episode takes place in and this is how you know it's a good it's good TV Okay. Um, youth center command center <laughs> moon palace north pole and Santa's workshop that's a good list of locations that is it covers yeah. all grounds too yeah like um, that's basically like all you need in life, really, like a like Moon Palace, a youth center, somewhere you can work out, educate the kids, motivate them, take them to Moon Palace where they can take like a amusement park, reward them. <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list, and there's this person who's voiced by Colin Phillips, and for a second I thought it was Phil Collins voices character. Uh, I wish, yeah, that'd be great. Just I can't do like the drums from In the Air tonight, but. Just imagine it. No, I'm actually air drumming right now with my eyes closed. That's why I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> but yeah, um, Power Rangers. Uh, they save Santa in the end. And they reunite Christmas. And they spend time with Alpha. Man, Power Rangers are so good at the holiday spirit. What do you think it is about Power Rangers that lets them... Uh... Well, I'm just glad that they actually spent time uh, with Alpha. All of them, in this case. and Instead of ignoring them, giving them some love. Yeah, Alpha needs it 
He's very depressed. Oh, yes, he is. This is a weird special. It's definitely of the Christmas specials I've watched for stuff like Beetleborgs or whatever. Half of them don't have them transform user powers at all, and Power Rangers is, for, is like firmly in there. I, I guess they just like, we're all in the cheap, let's not use footage and get as much money as we can face, but interesting. Okay. Overall, I'd say it's fun to watch if you got the time, but if you, it's also really weird, like stuff too. Um, yeah, it's it's just like it's B B movie, borderline B movie um, stuff. So if you if you are a fan of B movies, it's like a nice little quick escapism for like twenty minutes, opposed to like you know sometimes two hours or an hour and a half of really really bad B movie stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the good thing with, with like Power Rangers. At least the episodes are short, right? Uh, like really short like often they're like 19 minutes long because they like do the intro and the outro and those are like part of the runtime they're not part of the commercial so it's just like very short episodes it kind of makes me want to at some point revisit the the og movie um that dropped over here i haven't seen that um i don't think i've seen it since i was uh, a kid oh it's a it's a weird movie, but it's like good because it's so weird. It's like, yeah, let's just roller skate through town and like through a construction site and stuff. That's nineties, nineties for you. I love it. Has very big like we're all going to go have an orgy after skydiving vibe. <laughs> uh, I remember, I do remember that skydiving scene now. Uh, and um, speaking of orgies, uh, where can people find you when you're not talking about Tokusatsu? Uh, OnlyFans, duh, <laughs> for the orgy. Uh, you can find me mainly um, at uh, on the YouTube sphere, um, doing the short videos for you know, comic book reviews and whatnot. Uh, on Twitter, RCWB Pod, if you want to follow my uh, my antics there. Other than that, yeah, I just talk about uh, geek sphere stuff that I that I like to do and what have you. But it's all it's all there. So thanks for having me, Kip. Thank you so much for being on. Um, you could find a. Uh me on uh, twitter.com at james forge the podcast come ride with me um there is come ride with me on instagram as well and please rate and review us on apple podcast to receive a a shout out on the show and then there's also come ride with me.com if you go to slash episodes you will find all of our episodes with links to get them on different podcast platforms and you go to come ride with me.com slash merch there's all of our merch all of our proceeds from now until january 8th are going direct to eviction defense funds on the local level to help people that are going to be very vulnerable to being evicted right now. It's a very bad time. Lots of people who are through no fault of their own unable to work. It's a very rough time for them. Yes. And yeah, um, I am chronologically, this is actually I'm wrong. Chronologically, this is the second to last holiday bonus episode, but still it stands. Um, I've loved coming ride my slate tonight and I've loved having lots of people on. And it's fun to look at like holiday specials. Yeah, like I usually my holiday specials usually uh, consist of comic books. Um, so yeah, this was uh, different. So I'm glad I could actually uh, change up the medium there. How we like to end the show is by thinking if we've learned anything today. Have we learned anything today? Um, yeah, um, I should probably pay attention a little bit more. Um, what else? <laughs> what else? Um, what else have I learned? I'm blanking there. Yeah, we usually like format it like watch Power Rangers and uh, don't commit incest. Was like one week. Okay. (laughs) So, is there anything we learned like uh, like that? So, in that case, um, don't be like Alpha and Zordon. Um, 
see a mental um, health specialist and don't kidnap children. Damn. <laughs> thank you so much, Ryan. Yes, thank you for having me again, kid. This is a lot of fun.